You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. In Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Modern Family. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Modern Family news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Modern Family. After Buzz TV, woo, Modern Family podcast, thank you, thank you, no, 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 sit, <laughs> sit down, seriously, thank you folks, wow, it is so great to be hosting the After Buzz podcast for Modern Family, and I have a wonderful co-pilot this afternoon, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Natasha Frakes. All right, hi Natasha, welcome back. Thank you. So I guess you made the cut. Yes, I did. I did. (laughs) You know, I remember my first time on the couch. And while it wasn't as cold as yours was because you were freezing, (laughs) uh, it was definitely a a chance for me to kind of see what it was all about and and realize that we reach literally dozens of people um, through this. Well, (laughs) (laughs) it takes a while to build an audience. So we'll say dozens for now. But no, we know there's hundreds possibly thousands of people that listen to us. So thanks for joining me. Modern Family um, this week was uh, was a doozy. It's, as always, you know, the, the show has hit its stride and they really are... Um, you know, just doing some really wonderful things with with the plot lines and interweaving and 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 then having it all kind of come together. Um, even though there were, I suppose, three sort of plot lines. The C plot line was kind of minor. There's basically two major plot lines. Of course, the uh, the title for this week's episode, uh, the uh, which I believe is uh, sister sister mom, right? Auntie mom. Something oh, like that. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. It, it is aunt, Auntie Mom. Auntie Mom. Auntie, okay. Or Aunt Mommy. Aunt, Sorry. Not Auntie Mom. Auntie, not, it's <laughs> Aunt Mommy. If we're going to do it, let's do it right. Well, we're not anti-mom here. We're not anti-anybody. Uh, yeah. But we are uh, Aunt Mommy. Right. Aunt Mommy, uh, which was one of the lines, actually. Yeah, by, referring uh, to Claire, I To believe. Claire to be yes. an aunt and a mommy. Um, so we had the Cameron and Mitchell swirl, of course, and then, uh, and then Manny, <laughs> who, you know, became a man of sorts and kind of uh, but got injured but uh more on that in a moment overall what did you think of the episode what were your impressions well you know what you just made me think of right now by saying manny being the man Mm -hmm. is how ironic it is that his name is manny and he is probably the least manly man out there right right well he's he's the least traditional man you know i I think it's funny because the show obviously uh you know and, and two of its two of the family members of course are gay so they 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 go to great lengths to not necessarily make him uh, a feat or effeminate, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's not. Uh, they're not stereotyping him. He's just. He's a sensitive boy, and they give him the explanation, of course, that he's yep. very close to Gloria. Um, so it's not a not a situation where we're making fun of him. We're just understanding that he's kind of a different a different type of boy, a different type of man, as it were. And every type every time Jay 
tries to make him, uh, you know, a more traditional, you know, kind of thing. It kind of backfires as it did in this episode. I'm just curious if they did that on purpose, knowing that the kind of character he was going to be, if they therefore named him Manny. Manny, yeah, well, I'm, you know, it's a fa- it's a fairly common uh, Hispanic name. It's short for uh, Manuel. Um, and then there was a joke about it. There was there was another joke. Uh, within it, which I can't recall, uh, and it'll come to me. But there was a joke about the becoming kind of a man, and then uh, the, I think Jay caught himself because he realized he was about to say Manny's name, and didn't kind of didn't want to go there. And then yeah. there was another joke that they threw on top of it. And I wish uh, my notes had survived the uh, the drive over here, which the computer's getting crazy. Um, but uh, it was a funny, you know, and that was obviously the second half of of that joke because there were the, the pennies. What did you think of the? Uh, of the of the Gloria and Manny's uh, Penny Odyssey, or I thought that was it. great. That was so cute. How they were collecting, they were trying to get a um, hundred pennies, so I think they could buy a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. And it had taken them eight years, and they finally, finally did it. Right. And I just loved it because, you know, Jay was so against it the whole time, and he was like, "What are you doing? Why are you spending all this time with Manny? He needs to spend some time playing football and right. doing boy things and getting away from spending time with his mom." Right. And then. You know, at the end of it, when they finally collect all those 100 pennies, right. and which is how Manny actually ends up getting injured, yep. is because he finds the 100th penny right when he's playing in the middle of a football game. Right, that was and he what gets tackled. tackled and gets injured. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Jay ends up taking away about four pennies. Right, right. So that they can continue so on So they the can little, continue on their little journey I thought together. that was great. Yeah, that was a nice little It's like a nice touch. little connection that they have going on there. Yeah. They're collecting pennies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, and and I don't have children and I don't, uh, but I have friends that do. And of course, that's that's kind of a one-way street. You know, once, once, and you know, you know from your own life mm-hmm. that once you grow up and you go out into the world, you know, there, there, there's no going back. I mean, you might come home to visit. You might move back in with your family, which a lot of people are doing because of the recession. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a different thing. It's a different dynamic. Once once you've kind of put away your childish things, that's not something that you you know you go back to unless you're like you know Pee Wee Herman or something. But uh, it's 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 a thing where Gloria wants to hang on to Manny as long as possible. Jay Definitely. sees something as there could be something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And he's, and then at the end, right, he has the little, the little turnaround where he says, okay, you know, continue on your journey because why not? Why not enjoy, you know, Manny for a year more or however Definitely. long, you know, you get a situation like Luke, who's kind of Manny's often partner in mm-hmm. crime or, or instigator in crime, as it were, then, uh, you know, th- then they get in, they get into trouble, and they will. You know, Luke has already kind of separated himself from his yeah. parents mm-hmm. in a way that's very different. So, I mean, look at Haley. Haley's like already far gone. Yes. You know? Yeah. She's, so they're uh, trying to prevent that by kind of keeping some little connection. And having this little game is a way of doing that. Yeah, and they've ma- and they've made an allusion to it that she's you know she's going to be going off to college. And I read online that in an upcoming episode they're going to discover that Haley has had sex. Really? She is not a virgin anymore. Oh so my goodness. Uh, which I think we could kind of figure out if we really thought about it. I she's think kind so. Of the but that's a pretty sexual. big thing to bring to the to bring to the table for Modern Family. Right. Right. Yeah. Because they generally you're right they do kind of shy away from big kind of of social issues or yeah. even, even like serious moments you know mm-hmm. obviously there's some there's some hurt feelings and stuff and there's serious undercurrents to the show but you're right that's a very um direct thing so we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes and hopes that uh, <laughs> and 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 hope that Haley is uh uh being safe of course do you think that's with her 
past boyfriend, that tall, gangly one. What's his name? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the, from the season premiere, the one that was in like two episodes and then he's gone and he's in these like Wendy's commercials or whatever that we see. The, on well, TV. the one who's a musician, right? Yes. Uh, he wrote the song about Haley. Do you remember that? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, uh, yeah, I, I, I wonder. Or it could be, you know, someone that we haven't seen yet. It might be, uh, you know, Haley's un, unknown. Uh, love affair. Love affair. Mm-hmm. Secret love affair. That would be great. Um, the the so the show at the top of the show we start off with Phil um, trying to sell the house to Cam and Mitchell's friends or maybe it's just maybe it's just uh, Mitchell's friend uh, Stephen and Stefan Stephen and Stefan Stephen yes. and Stefan <laughs> <laughs> which right away based on the names we can tell that they're kind of you know they're they're kind of interchangeable and they're not really going to be you know they're not going to be a major part but they're kind of they get the they get the ball rolling for oh, the show oh but they were such great characters they were great yeah. I loved them yeah. you know when they come in they're seeing the house and they're going you know, I love it, but I don't love, I'm not in love with it. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. And I just thought that was great. And then, but then my favorite part was when Phil then, then plays this sneaky game. And it just so happens that Luke has a friend over named Leon. Oh, that's right. The kid with yeah, the yeah. lice. Yes, yes. <laughs> so he's able to do this sneaky little conversation where he's talking on the phone with Claire, but he makes them think that he's talking on the phone. Well, do you think, did he do it on purpose? Yes. You think he did it on purpose? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, right, because he had already shown it five times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't think he did that because I always just assumed that Phil is often No, I think La La Land. He did it on purpose for sure and he had a few, he had a moment where he looked at the camera when when the guys were talking, Stephen and Stefan were Uh, like, I don't know, I don't know and he looks at the camera and he's like, just, Really upset. Really, really bothered by it. So yeah. then he has this phone conversation, and he's like, how can I weasel my way into making them oh, think that? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And it just so happens it's Luke and Leon. And so the guys, as soon as they hear <laughs> that, they look at each other and they're like, we are not losing this house to Luke and Leon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which is a great great move on Phil's part. Phil's yeah. becoming slowly, you know, the kind of uh, the, the the businessman. I guess maybe in his on his business side, he is, you know, shrewd and I won't say cunning, but he's definitely he definitely has a head for business, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was asked to become a partner and join this other firm. Um, he kind of has the control and mastery that he doesn't have, obviously, in his home life. And what That's I really loved true. about the first part where they set up what seemed to be almost like an old time sitcom setup, right? Because it was like, you know, uh, Leon came over with the lice and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they spilled all the marbles mm-hmm. and they and they set it up as this kind of screwball, wacky, you know, uh-oh, the wheels are going to come off. And Claire wants Phil to handle it, but of course Phil's already gone by this point out of the house. Yeah. And they took what could have been on, and and this is the beauty of the show, on a common or on your typical sitcom, that situation would be the crux of the entire episode, the day that you know everything went to hell mm-hmm. in the house. And instead, they did it right before the first commercial break. It was the very first part of the show. They set it up as, oh my God, this is going to be a disaster, right? That's what that's what Claire was was afraid of. Like, I'm going to come back to a house burned to the ground, especially when she realized that Phil wasn't there. Yeah, and it was fine. And she comes home, and everything is fine. And then that leads to the rest of the show, where she's very proud of her kids. She's very happy with who they are and what they've become, and how they're half her and half Phil's. And I thought that was a really beautiful thing because it was it was a nice little twist. The, the show kind of leads you in one direction and says, oh, we're not going to talk about this, but this mm-hmm. is pretty funny. We're going to now use that as a jumping off point to this to this other part of, of the show. Yeah, you know, I thought it was interesting how they did that because I remember when the episode first started, I wasn't 
paying attention for like the first second and mm. then all of a sudden there was all this stuff going on and crazy I'm like, stuff wait wait what's going on yeah. did I miss something like yeah. it, it seemed like they were already in the middle of some big conflict right but then it was actually turned out really nice and it was it came out when Claire had had a few drinks and then she did right. goes you know I just want to say I'm so so proud of my kids yes <laughs> and it was like oh wow yeah. you don't really hear that a lot from from, from her of them. Yeah. yeah and especially from her who is yeah. this kind of you know alpha and she thinks she's kind of she's the one that's kind of controls them and she definitely thinks two thirds of them are kind of you know, not not the smartest, uh, you know, brightest bulbs in the in, She's in the She's definitely box. a type A personality. Yes, for sure. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. It was nice for her to kind of confess that, and of course, it came out when she was when she was drinking. But yeah. that's the beauty of of the show. If if anybody's out there that that is you know thinking of writing uh, a sitcom or or a comedy or a sketch. You know that that's a nice little trick for the audience. You know, to trick the audience out like that. It's mm-hmm. not cheating the audience because what you're doing is you're setting up what seems like something really obvious, and then you're taking it in a, in another direction. So kind of like laying down the foundation for this situation, and say, oh, by the way, the joke is not here. The joke is how we how the characters will react to that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for one, you know, having seen a lot of television, obviously, having seen a lot of sitcoms, having seen a lot of Modern Family. It was nice to be led in that different direction, mm-hmm. to be misdirected, as it were, because it's 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 it, it keeps you it kind of you know it, it pokes you. How many times have you been to a movie or a show where you know what's going to happen, and yeah. you, or, or worse, you see everything in the trailers, in the previews, you know, months and months before, and you're like, oh, there's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Now I don't need to see it. In the off chance that you go in to see it in the theaters, you sit down. And it's exactly like it was yeah. in the commercials and the trailers. You knew who was gonna, the good guy was going to win, was going to kill the bad guy, he was going to blow him away, he was going to say some you know, cool thing before he shoots him, and whatever. You know, audiences are sophisticated. We've mm-hmm. seen enough things. We know what's going to happen. We know the traditional structure of things. And it's so easy to fall into that really predictable kind of storyline, you know? Uh, yeah. And that's what I love about Modern Family is that you're just constantly surprised and that's why you end up laughing is because yeah. it's like almost a little bit shocking some of the things that happen and they just really keep you on your toes with stuff like that with it's, the with the different combinations that mm-hmm. they use you know there's basically six you know there's six of the modern family parents and so with each show it's like we use different combinations and we already know what the characters are mm-hmm. so let's see how we can and, and occasionally we'll bring in outside characters like Steven and Stefan yeah. or uh, Greg Kinnear <laughs> right or Leon and they just kind of they come in to kind of you know almost like uh, uh, I don't know like bumper cars or, or, or you know uh, billiard balls you know they just mm-hmm. come in to kind of nudge the characters mm-hmm. back in the direction of the story and then the story continues on with those characters and it's just so nice to be surprised yeah. It's so nice to not see the typical thing, which is unfortunately what I what I can't stand about a lot of sitcoms. You know, mm-hmm. even even some of the shows, some of the other shows, and I won't name by name, but <laughs> some of the other shows that are big hits. Yeah, you know that I can't watch because they're just they're predictable, and mm-hmm. I know what's going to happen, and yeah. I know that this character is this, and he's going to say this, and okay, let's just give. And unfortunately, that's what sitcoms are, right? There's the sit in sitcoms means situational, so we we have a fixed character. And we're going to put them in a different situation. So Claire is a type A personality. 
we're going to constantly put her in situations where she loses control so that we can see her go crazy. So, you I know, we it. put her, it's the best, right? We want to see her in the election, mm-hmm. you know, getting her butt handed to her on television. We want to see her house coming apart. We want to see, you know, the crossing guard arresting her or whatever, ticketing her like she did a few episodes ago. It's possibly the funniest thing to see that, honestly. I have some friends that are like that where they're type A personalities. And, and when you'd they're, love to set them off? Yeah, when they're just a little bit thrown off. It doesn't even have to be in major situations. Right. To see the way that What's they an react. example? Can you give me an example of like something recent maybe where your friend was like well one of my best closest friends uh-huh. um she has a little bit of ocd and you know who you are <laughs> she's she a, knows she's a little she ocd knows. yeah oh okay. major major ocd okay. yeah so let's make fun of her and yeah so anytime i'd even go to her house <laughs> yeah i put my stuff down on her bed and turn around and literally for a second i turn back and my stuff is not there and it's all my shoes are perfectly lined up where all the shoes are uh, my coat's hung up my purse is like in the cupboard somewhere like it's all put away right she can't she can't be thrown off whatsoever she can't have stuff where it's not supposed to be it's like everything has to be in line if she's sitting here right now she'd be she'd have everything she'd be going like this making right. sure everything's constantly arranging in line. everything it's like, and making that it's you know making sure it's aligned and yeah so if there's something kind of big that throws her off oh my gosh ah. <laughs> so now if you were right so let's say you were writing a sitcom about her so like what would be some situations that you'd want to put her in where you would want her to be you know to go off the rails you know what what's what would be like you know without being too cruel of course yeah, i mean it's I like don't we don't want to like, i'd really want her to go off the rails well that much. i mean but like let's say let's say she's not your friend let's just say mm-hmm. she's a character let's say you were watching it on tv and let's say it's not you know short of an actual compulsion or as short of an actual you know disease we're mm-hmm. not making fun of that but we're making fun of the people that just you know they're kind of neat freaks you know maybe they're just kind of uh, mario i do want to comment on a type a that's actually on an abc show i okay. love the show we recap happy endings here at after buzz ah, and, yes. and I, i'm obsessed with the show i'm trying to get in touch to watch it because it's 9.30 and you know it's right after Modern Family yes well they have a character uh, by the name of Jane and Jane is exactly like a Claire or you would think even uh, Monica from Monica, Friends yeah. and one of the situations that she had like you said situational comedy right. was um, it was Valentine's Day and her husband wanted to surprise her but he knew she is so crazy he, so he made a, a like a tutorial of what, she, what he was going to do because there was no way right. a surprise would have worked on her she went into the organizing store and would tell the organizing people how to organize the organizing <laughs> store. So it's funny when I watch uh, Modern Family, even though they're such different characters, yeah. Claire reminds me of Jane. So I think that's right. kind of a, a good little tie-in for ABC right there. Absolutely. You know, you know that's, it's always a fun character to watch. You know, to see the, to see these. Uh, you know, and, and not that this is an example of it because, honey, I love you. Um, <laughs> but my my fiance, for example, she works in disaster preparedness and she works uh, in emergency. Uh, and disaster planning. So, I mean, I'm kind of more of a, of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy. I like spontaneity. I like to improvise. She is, she's a little more organized. You know, we have, we have our little uh, fireproof uh, uh, safe or little box or whatever you want to call it that's by the door that has like all our important documents in case there's a fire, wow. snatch that and we're out the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we have, you know, food in case of an emergency. She's, we have an, you know, an emergency action plan. She's it's very a, prepared. She is. I mean, that's what she does. She prepares, you know, she does emergency planning for, for nonprofits and organizations throughout the LA County area. So it's just interesting to see because actually the beautiful thing and this is obviously why she's paired up on the show with Phil is that these type of people are best the funniest situations that we can put them in are with someone who's 
a total disaster, yeah, which I guess in this right. equation makes me the one that's a disaster. But anyway, um, yeah. Did she just realize this? I just realized that's why she picks me. She laughs at me. No. After Buzz TV exclusive. Aha, yes, I am a mess, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. There you have it. There's the exclusive. No. Um, and. And so the two characters can just constantly play off of each other. And that's what happens, right? Phil is a weirdo who, a you weirdo. Know, who sets up, you know, he, he walks across a wire on his front yard and he's got, in that way, he's a lot like Luke, you know, he's, he, when he and Luke get together, I love to see the two of them because it's, you know, it's, it's the, you know, the two stooges kind of thing. I, I was telling Natasha, I absolutely think Phil is my favorite of, of the cast. And there's he's so many good ones, Sofia Vergara's character as well, but he's yeah. just so funny. I have an uncle. My aunt is very, she's not type A, but she's very calm and relaxed. Yeah. But my uncle, my uncle Jeff, is just like Phil, like 100% right. goofy. And it's, it's so that was the most relatable when I watched that uh, the series. And so, of course, it, once again, situational comedy. What we want to see is we want to see Phil in situations where, in his case, he's really kind of, of challenged, where he needs to be in, in a place where he has to be suave, mm -hmm. which he is clearly not, <laughs> or he has to be, you know, in control or, you know, like, like when he has to close, when he's trying to close a deal with Greg Kinnear, who in a weird sort of way is trying to close the deal with his wife yeah. you know it's that sort of thing where we need him to be cool and he's not cool I so just love the looks he gives yes it's and his timing is just perfect and some of the lines they even give him to say like I think my favorite line from this past episode was when he finally remembered what had happened after their drunk night of planning to have yes. a baby together yes. and he just looks at the camera and he goes Sweet potato fries. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is perfect. Yeah, it really I love is. It. And, and I really like him as an actor. Um, and, you know, when he got his awards last year, his yes. speeches were all very classy. He had really nice things to say. And he was funny. Yeah. And above that, I mean, it's nice when you see actors that have been around for a little while and haven't really got the right project. As you know, who uh, the guy that plays Mitchell, which is... Uh, what Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Ferguson yeah. he was on a great show that didn't make it called The Class and you know you wanted that ah. show to make it he, he didn't get that character but yet he got Modern Family right. well Phil what, what's his original his original what's his real name <laughs> his real name is a um, well we'll figure it out uh, Ty, Ty Burrell Ty there Burrell. it is mm -hmm. um, he was on a show with Stalker Channing with um uh, Henry Winkler and it was a really funny show where they were all lawyers I think it was called um, something about uh, family and it was it was a family of lawyers they were all adult kids and that show was really good and it got cancelled so for me oh. it's exciting to see um, him get this hit project and then be as funny as you knew he was right yeah. but maybe didn't make on that first episode or first series well that's what's you know a lot of that is happening right now here in LA you know it's pilot season so there are you know there are people out there that are they've just now you know they're, they're doing the first round of casting of, of like the name actor and the rest are going to be, you know, people who's who's going to be, you know, they're going to be given a shot, or it's going to be the first time, or it's going to be, you know, their, you know, thirteenth time. I think Matthew Perry famously went out for thirteen pilot seasons before wow. he was on Friends, you know. And the, the story is just abound that, you know, it takes a while. So you're right; it it is nice when when talented people get rewarded, and you know, the material on Modern Family is just so wonderful that, of course, it's going to be it's going to be great that that they get that. And 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 again. I think Cam and Mitchell are so good week in and week out that mm -hmm. we sometimes kind of gloss over them. Yeah. Um, but they did they did really well, and I like the interplay between the two couples with figuring out the swirl. Yeah, and they were totally into the it. Swirl. The swirl, right? <laughs> because it's going to be you know the mixture of, of Cam and Mitchell to make a baby to decide to have you know to have a surrogate baby instead of um, instead of adopting. But it's nice to see the two of them. 
you know, and, and then to get drunk and then to have a flashback episode as they flash back to the night before. They're all kind of hung over, except for Cam. And finishing each other's sentences. Right. Do you remember that? Yes, that was yes, great. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, it's such a nice, you know, interplay between the two mm-hmm. couples. And they are so good week in and week out that we sometimes forget that we kind of expect them and then Lily will come in and drop a bomb and then walk out of the scene you know but they are just, they have such a cool you know funny dynamic I mean Cam kind of always sticks out to me just because Cam is so hilarious I may yeah. glaze over Mitchell a little bit because right. he doesn't have as humorous right. of a character but um, I would just loved seeing Cam and Mitchell and Phil and Claire get drunk together. Right. That was great. And have that just be the 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 thing. You knew that was going to be a lot of fun. It was probably a lot of fun to write and, and, and act out. I recently saw on IFC, they have this show called The Mortified Sessions. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. This is where they uh, interview. And I talked to someone who said this was apparently a play. They were doing this with people in L.A. first, and then it got picked up to be a show. And now they're doing it with famous people. But it is where... Uh, famous people bring in their photos, scrapbooks, whatever, uh, press clippings from when they were younger. Basically, you know, being mortified when they were kids mm. and talking about who they were. And so the one that I happened to catch was Eric Stone Street, who plays Cam. Love and uh, he is awesome. Mm-hmm. He's a really nice guy. He's from, I you want to say Kentucky, but he's from yeah, somewhere yeah, down he's south. From somewhere like that. Somewhere down south. And he's, you know, he's been wanting, he's been a clown ever since he was mm-hmm. like 12. So there's pictures of him as a guy. And, you know, he was a heavy, I mean, he's, he's not, he's, he's a heavy guy now, mm-hmm. but he was really, really heavy then. And it's just so nice to see. And he's really cute. And he's, he really just, uh, you know, he's actually, he's the one who is, who is not gay in real life, just yeah. Tyler Ferguson is. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that he plays the more queenie, as it were, of the two of them. And it's just so nice to see, uh, you know, talk about another nice. Nice guy who, right. who made it. Who made it? Yeah, he was on Almost Famous too. He had a small. That's right. Bit, bit that's part. right. Yeah. Um, real quick, you guys, we had one minor, minor, minor technical glitch. So just as you were recapping about Mitchell and yeah. Cam, just kind of re-grab that for me if you don't mind. But the, well, well, that was yeah, we missed just a little portion of that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, we're just saying that that uh, you know the, the show is those two characters, their dynamic, their interplay is so good mm-hmm. that we sometimes forget how wonderful they are mm-hmm. and 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 they are some of i i think i w- i would actually dare say because the awards kind of go to uh go to claire uh, and phil but i i there's america i feel like kind of has a soft spot for for cam and mitchell and that's eric stone street and, and jesse tyler ferguson yeah. and to see them like you said just get drunk and just love on each other and they're just, and they're so in love and they just like to them to be able to to move forward and you know for a moment it was a nice little uh uh plot point that that they would put you know, they would uh can we, yeah, that they would join swords to make uh, <laughs> to make to make this new baby that would be the two of them because that would be such a fun like little you know baby that would be such a that yeah. would be such a fun family and that and, showed a really loving moment between the yeah. two of them too how badly they wanted to just be able to have a baby together and that's why they never and not exclude to have a the other one yeah yeah so everyone is involved exactly that's why and it, that kind of sh- separates them from that other gay couple Stephen and Stefan right. who were just like oh why don't you just go have a surrogate and they're like no because we don't we don't know who would ice yeah. the cupcake as they <laughs> as they said um, so it was you we got to see a little bit more about the relationship and yeah. also how Phil and Claire felt about the relationship because we got to see Phil kind of break down and cry yeah. when he was drunk um, <laughs> I remember somebody crying and then I got to him and it's yeah, him it was, that burst it into him tears yeah. he wanted to see them have a baby together so badly and that's yeah. kind of how it all came up and right. Claire then says that's it I'm, I will give you my egg yeah. and that kind of was where it all ended up yeah. and, it was, it's, and it's a really sweet moment of course you know in the, in the harsh light of day 
Um, you know, you rethink it and it, and, and you know, it would be awkward and it would be, I mean, I don't know, of course they left it up to Jay to kind of respond as the old man and, you know, be disgusted and it's against the natural order. And, but it's so nice, you know, given the fact, given such the weak, that the U.S. has had, mm-hmm. uh, just you know, in politics with mm-hmm. with 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 this, uh, you know, not to get political, but like with the you know with with Obama's uh, uh, contraception health coverage for for Catholic institutions, and you know, Rick Santorum getting in the news as he as he surges in the polls, and and it's just it's so nice to just, and it's weird because normally people say, oh, Hollywood is out of touch with America, but here we have an instance where it's like it's kind of right on. It's kind of mm-hmm. where we are. Like it's. There's so many things that are messed up right now. And gay marriage, I think, is now going to be right, passed in, in Washington, passed in Washington right? State. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So it's just like you see, kind of the more reality of it. That now we're getting to the point where we're we're coming into these, you know, kind of tinier decisions. And how's it going to work? How is it? How is it going to work when when two men are trying to have a baby? And what does you know what does that entail? And you know, th- and these are very real things. So mm-hmm. kudos to Modern Family for living up to its title and being a very modern family because this is this is how people are living and this is how people are accepting it and you know i've often said this that uh as corny as it sounds to kind of point to pop culture and say well they're influencing you know tv and hollywood is influencing america you know uh, shows like a will and grace or or uh, or even the real world back in the day mm-hmm. with the, the first few episodes uh, the first few seasons you know it's for for many people in america and certainly gay youth to be able to see themselves reflected in pop culture, in mass media, that's really important because you have, you know, people at the pulpits and people in government that might be saying, you're wrong and you're mm-hmm. immoral and you're an animal and all this crazy stuff. And the, these kids, y- young people internalize that. Mm-hmm. And so to see something that it's like, you know what, it, it, you know, it gets better as the campaign is going. But like, it's, it's, it's nice. It's normal. It's you're, you're a family. You're, you're a person. You love someone. That's it. That's where... You know, and I was just me. talking to a couple friends last night um, who happened to be gay, and they were talking about how hard it is and how nice it is when you finally found it to belong to a community, you know, and to find yeah. that... And how you... For them, it's not like you can just walk down the street and it's like a gay bar there and you have a bunch of people around you and you all, you all understand each other and you understand how it is yeah. to be in a world where, you know, it's, it's a little bit difficult to be right. gay. And so... For them to have that on television now, it's just another more uh, another way for them to feel like they belong. Yeah, an, and, an, and a normalizing. It, and it de- it definitely is the best way to get any message out, sort of in yeah. a comedic way. You know, yeah. they have yeah. you get your message out, but it's not the basic you know drilling it down someone's throat or whatever. Um, nice and I, metaphor. And, and as, <laughs> Great I, metaphor. Th- th- that was not intended, but my point is, um, <laughs> my point is, uh, and I hate to always say Modern Family's. Uh, stepchild of a, of a show after yeah. my happy endings which I love right. um, they have a couple things like <laughs> that I know I always promote it no. <laughs> but it is an ABC show right after anyways but let me tell you they do actually two really cool things in that respect of just giving the knowledge of maybe how you said your friends don't feel uh, accepted or whatever mm-hmm. um, they got two things that they conquer on, on that show they have one um, a gay character who isn't a gay stereotype uh, yes. sloppy sports uh, burping type of guy that's, that's, yeah. that's his character and then they have a black and a white uh, couple and they don't ever address it really as like interracial couple it's not a thing yeah. so like sitcoms do really good at, at um and i i don't think anyone talks about it except for uh, here at after Buzz, so that's nice yeah no it's 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 again it's 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 normalizing something that that we know to be true that when when i hear 
and again, I, I really do apologize for the for the politicizing, but only because it is in the news. But like the, this situation with kind of the Rick Santorums of the world, these these people, anybody really that's kind of like demonizing, it's it's like that runs contrary to what I know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 forget about what I feel because people are going to feel differently. It's you can't point to someone and say these people are different. This is you're a monster, whatever. It's like because I know that not to be true. That's no, not it the is case. normal now. That's it's, the thing. It, I mean. I live in West Hollywood, and it, it's normal. <laughs> sure, sure. And and by the way, it's 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 I'm, it's starting to be this way in a lot of places. The vast majority, especially uh, of my age, the vast majority of gay friends are now settled down and have families. They live, you know, a lot of us a, at any age, you start sitting and going, "Oh man, I couldn't possibly go out to a club tonight," or I couldn't, you know. It's it's like you see on Modern Family, where it's just it's very normal. It's like, what do you want to do? Let's you know, order Chinese and watch a movie tonight. You know, it's a mm-hmm. it's a very it's not this. This, this kind of crazy uh, lifestyle for anyone because you, you grow up and, and there's a lot of fun to be had. So kudos to Modern Family for making a Modern Family nice and fun. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Modern Family. We need to get some of the guests in here. We need to get some of the, some of the people that work on the show in here. Uh, oh, yeah, like some so, showrunners, writers. Somebody. You got to do it. Yeah. So we'll reach out, we'll reach out to them and, and uh, hopefully take your questions. Uh, anybody out there, feel free to, to tweet us, get in touch with us, call in the studio. We're about to go to commercial. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what we think our predictions for the upcoming weeks mm-hmm. are. All right. Take us away, Ronnie. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? What do you want to buzz about? Please, please, please tweet us out there, folks, and tell everyone about us, especially if you're a Modern Family fan. You probably have friends that uh, also enjoy the show and you talk about it. We can talk about this. You know, we have AfterBuzz shows for uh, pretty much every show that's on the air right now. If it's uh, if we don't have it, it's because it's not that important yet. Um, <laughs> but we also have uh, some exciting stuff coming up next week. We have the Oscar specials. We're going to be highlighting a bunch of shows. I'm actually going to be on the Hugo uh, After Buzz uh, Oscar special. We're going to be um, going coming at you live from the uh, Oscar gifting suite in Hollywood. So, uh, um, you know, check check us out next week. But, you know, there was one aspect that you just mentioned. Yeah, that, there's uh, one thing that I really want to talk yeah. about because um, they really showed Lily's personality a little bit more on this episode, who we haven't really gotten to see a lot because she was so young. Right. But now we're kind of getting to see who she's going to become and what kind of character she's going to develop into. Yeah. And so there were a couple of moments that I really loved during okay. this episode. Um, one of the main moments where we got to see Lily was when she they creep up on her and she's in her room in the strangest outfit. Yes. Organizing her things and like, oh, she's organizing. And then where also Luke reflects on Lily mm-hmm. and he says, so wait, we can all agree here that 
she's a disaster of a human being, right? Right. <laughs> and I, when he said that, I was like, wait, why? Where, where did this come from? Yeah. Lily's a disaster of a human being? And then I flash back to her screaming and that one moment in this episode where she grabs Glor- uh, Gloria's face and screams. Yes. And I guess... I, I wouldn't call her a disaster of a human being. Well, I think the joke there is, of course, first of all, that Luke is is a disaster. Okay. So it's funny for him to be calling out some, you know, on the food chain. It's like he, who is the only one that he can kind of look down upon? Yeah, Lily. But yeah. the funny, I think the funny, the funny uh, button on that is when they say we should get Luke to babysit Lily because he seems to have a connection with her. He seems to like her a lot. When they, when Cam and Mitchell say that, so to me, it seems like. You know, that kind of alludes to this whole kind of, you know, Luke has been babysitting her and he's been observing her and he's been judging her without having, obviously, the competency to realize, oh, well, she's three or however old she is. But that's you're right. That's such a funny thing. And it's nice to see. You're right, because Lily is usually kind of she was really young before mm-hmm. and she was also kind of just like not the butt of jokes, but she was just kind of a set piece. Like when they when they put her in the flashing dress and yeah. when they you know did all these things with mm-hmm. her where it's like, OK, she's Lily. Let's she's a prop. Let's, you know, you know, decorate her when she says bad words yeah but you're right this was the first time when her character is starting to emerge and yeah and i think she's gonna be end up being a real oddball you know like i think <laughs> which is saying a lot on this show <laughs> well yeah i but it's it's interesting because they all have kind of have they have the little slots they kind of fit into yeah. you know like Haley's kind of the typical high school popular girl right. and then alex is kind of the dork right and luke is just this the he's boy. just the little boy yeah. who's messing things up in life and he's all over the place. Yep. And then Lily comes in and she, she doesn't, I, she, I don't think she's really going to fit into like the nerd category or the popular girl category. She's just going to be the very strange one who does yes. her own thing and she, you know, she's. I feel told, like she might be like the Creed if you ever watch The Office, who's kind of the, the weirdo oddball. He's just kind of the guy out of left field. And yeah, yeah I, could, I, could see, I could see Lily doing that. That'd, that'd be really great. Um, let's go to some predictions and see what's happening uh, coming up in the, uh, the next few episodes. As we do our. And now, yes? you're after Buzz TV. What are we doing? Aha! Thank you, announcer guy. Creepy so announcer guy. What do you predict? Computer. What do you What do you think? Well, based on what we know, we know that there's going to be a sex episode uh, involving Haley. Maybe not a sex episode, but at least it's going to come out that she's had sex. I know. Th- <laughs> oh! Uh, we know Ellen Barkin's going to be on the show, and she kind of has a history of playing sex pot characters. So I don't know if that's going to be connected. It'd be great if they like brought her in as like not a sex therapist, but maybe just like a psychologist that could that could counsel them. Um, of course. We we keep saying this every week we still don't have the actual election and i love that modern family is doing that rather than doing a, a, a year-long you know election cycle they're just hitting it and then they walk away and then a few episodes pass and then we're back to the election so mm-hmm. we have to have the actual voting the actual election um which will be a lot of fun i don't know what do you think is gonna is gonna happen how do you think the manny and gloria thing is going to be resolved are they going to just keep dragging it out or are things going to come to a head do you think you know, I think Manny is always going to be on. Mama's boy? Yeah, a little mama's boy. And he's always, I mean, I don't think that uh, Jay will ever be able to kind of pull Manny away or get right. him to actually play football. That's just who he is. I right. mean, at once you once I saw him this past episode, after a minor energy going around on a motorized scooter, Which I was, was like. a great sight gag. was just like, the, he couldn't even get out of the kitchen, right? He was trying <laughs> to get out before the adults had their conversation. And he just kind of, you know, Austin Powers was just kind of, you know, back and forth and yeah. stuck. And that was a great moment. Yeah. So I, I think that that's going to continue. Um, I definitely would like to see more drama with um, Haley and with Alex, too, because she hasn't, Alex didn't really have that much of a. 
of a role in this last right. episode. So I and with her character in general, she's just like the kind of the typical nerd yeah. who wants to, her sister to love her and to be her best friend and is always looking to be accepted. Right. Um, so I'd definitely like to see more drama with Alex. Well, I would like to see, you know, they kind of alluded to this in a, in a few episodes ago where they, uh, where Alex said she had her own, her own admirers, right? Because among, among the yes. dork set, she's kind of the hottie of the dorks. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see, yeah, maybe this kind of, because we always want to see the interplay between the two sisters and mm-hmm. have them. And it's constantly one invading the other. So we had, you know, we had Alex invading Haley's space in that math class earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this time, if there's a boy that might be going, you know, falling for Alex or might be kind of ignoring Haley, if yeah, you know, Haley yeah, yeah. might start the jealousy, to, yeah, a little that jealousy. That would be a lot of fun to see. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we'll see. It's going to be, you know, it's we we know. We're, I think we're about halfway through the season, so we should have a bunch of really good episodes in our future. Thanks so much, Natasha, for sitting in with us. Uh, if we want to get and follow you on on uh, Twitter, what do we? What's your? You can follow me at Tash Mustache. Thank you for having me. All right, no, this, this was wonderful, and uh, uh, I'm Cinemario, C I N E M A R I O. If you're in Hollywood this evening, come check me out with my improv troupe uh conrad we're performing at the complex theater that's tonight february friday february 17th uh thank you thank you thank you well don't applaud yet we'll see if uh, we'll see if the show's any good uh but we're really excited to perform so uh thanks so much ronnie in the booth you're the best <laughs> thank you I, I you guys made me further modern family fans i don't watch this one as much as i should but it's okay. funny it's a great show you guys i like great. your your chemistry and your uh, you know matching shirts and, matching and shirts. look at you too <laughs> yeah, a little va- little late you know post valentine's uh you know we won't do it on the day but we'll wear some valentine's action and i know it wasn't there. planned because you're like oh okay well, i came in with a different shirt you actually did. i was well, moving a friend earlier he today, came in so. naked really so i came in, i came in buck <laughs> another, naked helping, another exclusive <laughs> helping helping a friend move on to a new no beach. great show you guys thank you so much thank you and we'll see you uh next time by all means uh you know tell everyone about about us and uh follow us on uh, on twitter all right thanks so much from producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.